0: TikTok stop to the TikTok to the to the rant much rant
1: much rant much rant much? Rant much rant much hey guys it's Naya here
0: and to lee
1: And we're back for another rant session to talk about, well, you'll find out what we're talking about. Anyways, Tools, how are you today?
0: I am good. I'm good. I've had a really good day. Um,
1: Okay. I
0: had a couple of self-tapes to tape, which I tried to do yesterday and I failed Desmany, so I gave up. (laughs) And I said, I'm going to try again today. Okay? Amen. Amen. I will always advise you to give up. Okay? Give up. Yep and come back to the project with fresh eyes, a fresh perspective, a fresh face. And that's exactly what I did. And it was so much better. Um, I'm happy with my tapes. I'm ready to do some scary things and submit the said tapes. Um, I'm very challenged. This evening I was telling Naya, Uh, before we jumped on the call is like I really want this year to be different for me and the only way that this year becomes different is if I do different things and those different things are fucking scary okay but I need to do those scary things and so I think that's where I'm at tonight Um, after I record the session I'm gonna do a very scary thing and upload an audition to Instagram which I absolutely hate I absolutely (laughs) hate it so By the time you hear this, I would have already posted my audition and I will hope and pray for the best. But um, (laughs) yeah, it's just a lot, man. I hope you've shown love. If you are listening to this uh, later on in the week and you saw my audition, I hope you showed love. And if I didn't upload the audition, mind your business. Okay. Mind your business. Mm -hmm. Don't, Don't come and ask me why I didn't upload it. Okay, guys.
1: She's gonna upload it. Okay, (laughs) I'm gonna make sure she uploads it. Don't listen to that last part. Ignore that. Just ignore (sighs) it. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I'm so scared. But I was, I was,
0: I was talking to my mom this morning, and I said to her, like, the feeling of fear, of fear holding you back from doing things and putting yourself out there and putting your hand up and putting yourself in spaces that feel scary. It's, it's getting, it's the most exhausting thing to feel like.
1: Being, Hell, scared yeah.
0: is, being scared is such an exhausting emotion. And someone who has really paralyzing anxiety like myself, like yeah. I feel exhausted all the time because I am always scared. And this, I'm not going to say stops here, but I at least start the battle here. And yeah. so, yeah, that's what I'm doing today. And that's how I'm feeling. That's where I'm at. I'm good and scared and... <laughs> trying to overcome it um yeah how are you naya your day is just starting uh, once again it always yeah. is how are you how are you always. feeling for the day always.
1: um so i'm doing pretty good um i'm gonna jump back to what you said sounds like there's some uncomfortable growth occurring here yeah um, but um, i think that's that's also where i'm at mm-hmm. um so going to that fear piece as well i um also had a voiceover audition. Uh, Yesterday and was just like terrified about it, but I felt really good once I like did it I've been in a voiceover class the last few weeks um, And that ends tomorrow. So now I'm like, okay, so now I go back to being by my self oh okay um <laughs> uh, but at the same time it's like i can't really afford 50 million other classes because yeah time is money and people need to be paid for the knowledge that they Their know time yeah, that. yes yeah. and i support that the only problem with that is a bitch can't afford that so yeah. <laughs> support and financial support I just think I should be able to send good energy and good vibes in people's lives. And that's enough payment, right? (laughs) Apparently (laughs) not, because happiness and good vibes do not pay the bills, okay? Yeah. Um, Isn't the appreciation
0: for your craft enough? That's payment Uh, enough.
1: (laughs) Apparently not. And so as I'm like working on my voiceover life um, and also my music, there's a lot going on. I'm like figuring out. How to do a YouTube channel, how to be on Twitter, social media platforms, uh, which is freaking scary because for the record, I was telling my girlfriend the other day, actually, like I have huge performance anxiety. Most people don't know this about me, but I've been performing since I was a kid, but Mm -hmm. it only really comes in when it's musically like I don't know. It's weird. Like when I sing, I have mad performance anxiety, even though it's the thing I've been doing all of my life, literally Mm -hmm. the longest of any of the things that I've done in the entertainment industry um and so because I have this weird performance anxiety thing going on um it's just like I'm just hoping and praying that it eventually goes away and I stop feeling like I have imposter syndrome because let's face it that is just fear talking um but unfortunately that's that is a part of the process I listened to like an artist yesterday who is fucking bomb um and she was like i think the biggest part of being an artist is like getting past yourself fuck everything else like mm, it's really just so getting true. past yourself so and true. i feel like that's how i feel every single time i listen to one of my songs or anything that i write or really just anything i mean i'm posting more on tiktok so if you aren't following me you should i've seen that yeah. well done my girl yeah. you are doing so well i'm trying I'm trying, but I still feel like I'm not doing shit. And so that's, that pretty much surmises where we're at in life, guys.
0: Yeah. I mean, the day I start posting on TikTok is the day you know I have overcome my anxiety, okay? Oh! I love TikTok, Amen. love the platform. But to actually start posting, girl, that takes yeah. balls. Big balls. Yeah. Okay? And oh, I just yeah. don't and have. And I will
1: post things and then take them down too. So <laughs> don't think that what you're seeing is like shit that I've you know have kept around for long this is the final options of elimination that's why yeah. you're seeing it because i've determined that it's good enough for you to see but i will <laughs> take it down if i change my mind eventually so <laughs> that's where i'm at that's where we're at honestly yeah. we're just trying to overcome our fears and our anxieties this year guys Love that. um let us know if that's something that you guys are also dealing with because we are more than happy to vent and rant about those things in general yeah um So with that in mind though, that's a, honestly, I know Tilly's gonna crack a joke about this, but this is a perfect segue.
0: Always looking for segues. (laughs) One thing about my girl, she's gonna look for a segue.
1: Look, okay. I am like that English kid who was like, okay, so how can this paragraph connect to the next? Because I don't want to write another silence. So here's the segue for today. We are talking about, the reality of where we are today Mm -hmm. and where we thought we would be so if you guys remember in season one this actually came to my mind just now tools but like i think it might have been our third episode or something like that of what you ordered and what you got i was thinking the same thing (laughs) right oh my god (laughs) that's hilarious and it's like it kind of feels like that but fuck like with boys like this is more like our lives our lives yeah Yeah. cut off the romantic you know entries which is So funny. I kind of want to go back and re-listen to that episode because, to be honest, I'm in a whole new headspace, like a whole new headspace from that episode. It's actually insane. But, okay, just to give the people an intro into where we are now and where we thought we'd be. Uh, what are three words that you would use to describe where you thought you would be? According to Younger Tuli, 13, 15, where did you think you were going to be,
0: Tuli? Oh, my gosh. Younger me thought 26-year-old me would be three words, right? Uh, yep. One, married. <laughs> 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 Two, rich slash successful, yeah. whatever that is. Um, yep. And three... Really cool. Like, I thought I'd be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. You are really cool, though. You know? I mean, I have one of those things. So, hey, you know, we're winning in
1: some way, shape, or form. What yeah, about it's, you? It's not a zero for zero. You know? We're doing great. Um, to be honest, I am learning that I actually had giant paintbrush strokes over my life. I don't know if I had like specific things i can go back to different points in my life where i thought i would be a writer or a magazine publisher Mm -hmm. or i thought like i didn't really know as a kid what i wanted to do i thought i wanted to be a a musician but i really didn't think i had the guts to do it to be honest Mm -hmm. like i was like this is what i've always done but let's face it i'm not actually going to be able to do this and now that i'm doing it it kind of feels very surreal in a lot of Mm -hmm. ways i mean if anyone knows my college story, you know part of the reason why I chose to go into acting over music was because of my performance anxiety with music. Um, there is a whole story behind that, which is not for today's episode, but that was a part of the reason why I have a whole degree in acting actually, um, which actually worked out really well in my case, for some rep- some people, maybe not so much, but for me it worked out. Um, so for mm-hmm. me, I guess if I had to think about it, I didn't think I would be married, however, I did think I would be and this is two words however it's the same idea in an established relationship Mm -hmm. headed towards marriage maybe Mm -hmm. um, because my parents were very big on your ass bet not get married in your 20s because they did and so that was like a big thing in our household so that Um, I didn't think I was gonna be rich but I thought I would be stable Mm -hmm. I thought I would be able to supply everything that my parents had supplied me Mm -hmm. Um, which isn't completely wrong it's just not completely accurate accurate yeah Uh, (laughs) yeah it's like it's not off but it it ain't it ain't the full picture um Mm -hmm. and then I thought I would be famous like Mm -hmm. in a weird way like I've never wanted to be like Beyonce famous but like I thought I would be on tour by now Mm -hmm. like you know like I thought I would be on tour I thought I would be with musicians and maybe to be honest if I give myself credit maybe if I had gone to school for music and had pursued that career path, the goals of what I had as younger me might've actually, <clears throat> excuse me might've actually been in that position, mm. but that wasn't the path that I set up for myself. I did think I also was going to live in New York. I mm. genuinely thought I was going to live in New York city and anyone who knows me knows I don't want to fucking live in New York city mm. um, at all. Not even a little bit. So <laughs> that is yeah. very funny. Teenage Damn. me was not clear, man. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So 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 with those three <laughs> words in mind, where are you actually? What's the reality of where you are right now?
1: Um, I guess like I said, like I'm not off from like my parents' like I always say like I am the off brand version of my parents' uh, mm-hmm. reality at this age, and Tools knows this about me. Like my parents were married, they had me. Uh, when they were 25, but they had already been married for a few years. So mind you, like even though they had me at a really young age, quote unquote, my parents had a house. They had cars, mm-hmm. they had adult jobs. like the, they basically were like where I hope to be in my 30s in their 20s, you mm-hmm. know And so like mm-hmm. I think that was what was kind of sold to us growing up. Yeah. Um, me and my, my cousins and my siblings, like that that was kind of what I was sold. Um, And so where I am actually, I am very much single. I am very much okay with the fact that I'm single as fuck right now. Um, I do have a car. I don't have a house. I have an apartment. I have a roof over my head. Um, And I'm able to pay for food and (laughs) going out every once in a while with my friends. I'm not hurting if my friends say, hey, let's go out for drinks tonight. I mm-hmm, do have mm-hmm. to only have one or two drinks, mm-hmm. but I can still go out. So mm-hmm. I would constitute that as still very successful with that idea. Mm. Not, and I'm also not famous, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> it will happen at some point in my life. In its own
0: time. It'll happen. In
1: its own time. We're just going to let it happen. We're just going to let it happen. But Tools, yeah. what about you? Where are you actually?
0: Um, I am definitely with the person I want to marry, which is yep. such a win for me. Um, and it's something that I've always wanted for myself. I think yeah. marriage and family has always been something that's important to me. I think I went through like a rocky time where I f- was like, no, I'm not going to get married and that's not for me. And I yep. completely was in a state of like complete hurt and heartbreak when I was going through that phase. But I'm mm-hmm. in a really good and stable and loving and reassuring relationship, which is amazing because I think it's an amazing um, foundation for marriage. Um, yeah, I am figuring it out, <laughs> and I did not oh, think I would still be figuring it out at twenty six. And I just think, oh, yeah. um, man, the way that my life has panned out has just been so back to front in so many ways, but also hmm. it's also worked out in like the perfect pace and the perfect way. You know, but it's also felt like it's been slow. But I've also felt like I've been the top dog in so many areas and spaces of my life. And then I felt like the underdog in so many places and areas (laughs) in my life. And it's so weird. And I find that my 20s and your 20s are really just a mishmash of shit. And you just kind of deal with it and get through it and figure it out. And I think our parents grew up in a completely different time to us, you know um tell me about it man our parents just don't get the pressure that it is to be 26 and still not have an apartment or to still live at home or to not have a car or to not have a stable job and a lot of us are sitting in those positions i'm talking particularly to the south african audience we live in a country where the unemployment rate is ridiculous we have degrees and no jobs (laughs) And then we sit on the internet and watch eight-year-olds become millionaires because they make baking videos, and we're like, "Where the fuck am I? Millions? Why am I not no, a millionaire?" Um, and and I think our parents just don't get the pressure that we're in social media and comparing yourself and feeling like I'm nowhere near where I want to be. And 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 I won't say social media is to blame for everything. I will say that like yeah. it's good to have. Hallmarks and landmarks and milestones that you want to reach by certain ages. I'll never apologize for wanting to have this by this age and have that by that age. Yeah. Whatever it's influenced. It's good by. to those, have
1: goals. Yeah.
0: Yeah, those were my milestones and those were my um, goals that I had. And 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 it wasn't me comparing myself to anyone or like trying to run a race, you know, with anyone. It was just what I wanted by the time I turned 25. Did I get those yeah. things? Did I receive those things and achieve those things? No. A lot of the t- a lot <laughs> of the things I wanted for myself, especially when I reached 25, it was devastating, guys. When I turned 25, I was unemployed. I was still yeah. living at a home. I had no car, still don't have a car. Um, and I'd had a car before in my life and then didn't have it anymore because we decided to sell it because it was so problematic and so, you know, always breaking down. So I decided, let's sell the car and let me save for a new one. And I'm still on the road to saving for a new car. Um, so I, when I, I think 25 was, was a big wake up call and slash disappointment for me (laughs) because I was just nowhere near where I wanted to be, man. Like I had, I felt like I had nothing to show for 25 years of, of living, um, And then you just come to find that there are some 36-year-olds who are living at home, who are figuring it out, who also don't have a car, or who have an entry-level job. And you find and you figure out that life has no timestamps. Life has no like checkpoints. There is no, by the time you reach this age, you should have this. And I think I was measuring my life up next to what I should be doing and what I should yeah. have, um, but I'm not doing so bad right now. At 26, I am out on my own, I've got my own apartment, and I live a good life, guys. I do, I live a good life as much as sometimes I don't want to believe that <laughs> I'm doing really well. I have a really good job, and I'm shooting my shots and I'm acting way here and there, um, and I'm living the dream, so to speak, because I followed my dreams and I'm living in it. Uh, so this is living the dream, really. This is where I'm at. Yeah, I agree. Yeah,
1: I think that's um, for me. It's just like I'm very similar of like trying to just put the pieces together. And I, I forget all the time. I am constantly the youngest person in my group. right like my feelings of like inadequacy and like i'm not doing enough when i really put it in a time line i just graduated from college two years ago yeah it's about to be two years so like two years ago and so it's kind of like girl shut up and sit down like (laughs) this is a part of that journey you know a lot of my friends are three years older than me are older than that shit like are in mm. their 30s like and so the measurement is hard the scale is very hard and you know comparison is the thief of joy to be honest oh my um, word so, like,
0: so much this right? the biggest so thief like, of joy
1: absolutely that and i mean hell that disappointment and impo- fear and imposter syndrome it's just all like right there um, mm-hmm. like if you wanted to be miserable, just only focus on those things. Um uh, mm. I think my parents have kind of my parents have always been weirdly and I say weird because I'm going off at the comparison of other people's reactions to me telling them this, not because I actually believe that is weird. I think they did exactly what they should have done, right? I think my parents were great in this regard. They've always supported me and my siblings. We're all mm-hmm. going into some artistic field. We're all gonna be artists in some way shape or form none of us are gonna be doctors lawyers like that's Mm -hmm. those aren't the five children that they're raising okay let's Mm -hmm. just be honest that's not their children my mother's an accountant my dad's a minister like there's a lot of room for creativity and logistics in there Mm -hmm. so like I've got a little bit of a business mindset but like also I don't want to be a business owner I have an entrepreneurial spirit but I don't want to have to do my books. Okay. You know, so like it's different things like that of like recognizing that's, that's where I come from. Helping people is where I come from. My mother's an accountant who's always worked in nonprofits. I only work in nonprofits currently. Like that's, you go with where you were kind of guided. And so I have a lot of fear about like what's going to happen inside the future, but I also recognize like I'm just getting started. Like I'm just Mm. starting out and I can be sad and be upset that I'm not where I thought I would be. And don't get me wrong. Last year was a very, very rough reality for me of like that reality check of like not being where I thought I would be. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I actually wanted to say this to you the last episode. I don't remember what we were talking about, but I was like, man, like the growth I've seen in you from when we first started (laughs) becoming friends till now. Like guys, when I met Naya, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't want to lie to baby. y'all okay Naya was that college student of like I'm gonna graduate I'm gonna go to grad school I'm gonna have a car by this day I'm gonna have a house yeah. and then I'm gonna have three kids and then I'm gonna get married to a gal who looks like this and then next year I'm gonna do and I said baby
1: I was I was terrible I was I terrible said, guy maybe like,
0: this was 2019 and I said <laughs> girl <laughs> slow down
1: no, do you know real. that life no, doesn't
0: real. always turn out the way you think it is? And she was like, no, this is my plan. And this is what I'm going to do. And this is what yep, life is going to be. Yep. And 2020 and came around. Been. I to yeah.
1: you, high school, in se- like senior year of high school, I kid you not, people can tell you that that's exactly how it was then too. So like, and I this was is just pretty like, on, on track, guys.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I remember talking to my boyfriend about it. I said, I met this girl from America and <laughs> baby." I don't know. I mean, I wish her all the best in life. Of course, I wasn't hoping and praying for your downfall. But I was just like, damn, like the
1: the rose-colored
0: glasses that you had on. I was like, does she know what life is like after varsity? After college? Life? Life? No one does. And unfortunately for you... You finished Varsity and boom, it was a pandemic. And so you got it the worst (laughs) than anybody could ever have it, okay? I had just the normal disappointment of what it means to have a um, post-life after graduation. But you had a pandemic sprinkled all over that. And...
1: Look, yeah. When I say the end of life was very real for a bitch over I mean, here, like Damn. other people like to say, like other people got disappointment that like their job shut down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't have a job. Okay, yeah. like how you didn't get to experience
0: the normal trajectory of 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 graduating and then going into yes. normal life and then figuring life out. You were hit with the boom clap of a pandemic on top of just the normal life disappointments after you leave university.
1: And I think if anything, I think I'm gonna take a positive spin on that for myself of like, bitch, you are so fucking strong and headstrong and stubborn and like a force that a damn pandemic was the thing that had to stop your ass from being that way anymore. Like you're still headstrong, but now you've had to refocus it and realign it because I'm gonna be honest, like college me, I don't know what the fuck she was on, but that bitch was on steroids because (laughs) I can't even do that now. Like, the shit that I do. Yeah, you had a lot
0: happening in college. You had a a lot lot of shit going on. Mm, You did. At all
1: times. And I was exhausted, but yeah. I don't remember being exhausted. I think I was constantly running on all cylinders, and it literally took a pandemic to require me to actually sit and focus on myself and go, "Yeah, I don't want to do that anymore. I can't." And do unfortunately,
0: that, that happened to many people. Many people, you know, I, I've I've always been the complete opposite of, of you. I, yeah, yes, I'm super ambitious. Yes, I'm super driven. But I also because I think it's just like believing in God and knowing that God is so much bigger than what you plan for yourself. (laughs) I've always just been, I've just always been so aware that my plans are so minuscule next to the plans that God has for me. And so I watch these people who are constantly on 12 and they're like, everything I want to do, I'm going to do. Everything I plan for myself, I'm going to do. And nobody can stop me. I am the pilot of my own life. And I'm always like, baby... Do you know God? Like, do you do you know do you know life? Do you know life? And that's not at all trying to be pessimistic. But my, I always grew up having my mom tell me tools always leave room for disappointment, because when you fall and you crash hard and you had no idea that disappointment could come, you're not gonna know how to get back up. So always know that sure. you have all these amazing plans and that's great to have the plans but always know that there is a higher plan for you and your plan yeah. might not always be the plan. And unfortunately yeah. when the pandemic yep. happened a lot of us had to stop and say okay Guess let me let me let me reconfigure and let me also yeah. realize that life really isn't fully in my hands y'all. That yes. I, I don't yes. I mean whether whatever it is you believe in, if you believe in the universe and the stars and energies, there Definitely is me. <laughs> there is no ways that you can control every single aspect of life. I don't care what you believe no. in. I don't care what level of faith you're on, there is nothing that you can say that will convince me that every single thing that you've ever wanted in your life has worked out according to your plan and your time. That's not no, even and real. That's why I think I became
1: more. <laughs> that's that's
0: not even real. Not even, even in a movie. Everything
1: happens the way it's. Is natural. that
0: something because that I
1: happens? Think, so like, I I I genuinely whatever, am, like, I just was really to big on like realizing
0: that this is um, what's
1: gonna happen. This is life. This is just what it is. And so, yeah, I'm not that person anymore. Thank God. But at the same time, I gotta. I'm still a planner. You know, and so figuring out how to do that without it being a huge problem is where I'm kind of at, you know, is where I'm where I'm living is like trying to figure out how to be a planner and also not overdoing it. It's always I feel like kind of a balance for sure.
0: So, yeah, I've always been the type of person who's open to realizing that life isn't completely in my hands. And so the pandemic was a lot for me, but I'm not going to lie. Like it didn't rock my world in the sense that I was like, Oh my God, my plans. Oh my God. Everything I wanted to do was now gone to shit. Honestly. Were you it still was,
1: unemployed at that time? I don't I remember. I was still unemployed. Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd finished yeah, Washa definitely. end
0: of 2019. 2020 was yes. my, f- was my real freelance. year. I started a yep. production company. I was start going I into corporate that. gigs. I had just started, I did my first big corporate gig that paid and I was able to pay uh, two other artists on my first corporate gig and it was so amazing yep. and I was so proud of myself and I had auditions lined up. I had all the stuff that I was going to do in 2020 and to finally be the freelancer I always dreamed I would be. Boom, <laughs> Yeah. my life stopped. Um, yep. Yep. But yeah, yep. I mean, how... How satisfied would you say you are with where you are right now and where you've been with just your journey in general? How satisfied are you with it in comparison to what you thought it would be?
1: So, you know, that song and do you know the Hamilton soundtrack tools? I don't. (laughs) Okay, so there's a song called Satisfied and there's like this running tag inside the song of like, the whole concept, if you don't, aren't aware of the Hamilton soundtrack, first of all, listen to it. It's actually pretty good, actually. Um, I prefer the um, the remix of the album, but to have a vantage point for the um, album, the like what the remixes are based off of, I would definitely listen to the original first. Um, so in that album there is this thing called there's this song called Satisfied and the whole premise is like she's going after Hamilton, Anthony Hamilton Um, and she's setting him up with her sister Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but as she's talking to him she realizes that she likes him and she's attracted to him and so they kind of form this relationship outside of her setting him up with her sister and so at the beginning of their conversation, the beginning of the song she says he seems like you're a woman who's never satisfied
0: and mm-hmm. that's kind of
1: like the running storyline. It's like she's never satisfied, and that's why she's really going after this guy, even though her sister is now married to this guy, yada, yada. It's a whole thing. I don't know if it's based in truth from what I understand. Lin-Manuel Miranda took artistic liberties with historic situations, um, and that is not what happened. Um, but it's great tagline. Um, mm-hmm. So um, what... I feel like it coincides with my life is the fact of like I am happy with where I am I am happy with where I'm headed I know where I'm going to is going to be great I am destined for greatness and yet and still I am not satisfied yet with where I'm at and that's why Mm. I keep striving so hard for what I want not yeah. that I'm not happy. I think I am continually striving to make sure that I'm happy and I'm my healthiest at all times, and I'm working on that. I'm still a work in progress on that, too. However, in terms of satisfaction, I'm not where I want to be yet, and I think that mm. is what's constantly running my motor towards being my best self yeah. is I am not satisfied yet, and so we still got work to do. Yeah, I do yeah. also need to prioritize rest more, but again, mm-hmm. keeping in mind my health, And my happiness, that will come. But Mm -hmm. even in that, I still have a constant motor. I haven't changed the core of who I am I just look at life differently I am very satisfied Mm -hmm. with the fact that I'm not running on 12 cylinders anymore I'm very Mm -hmm. happy with the fact that like I value my friendships and my relationships so much more and I don't feel like I'm constantly running away from my issues and my problems and I'm going through healing the shit that's happened to me in my life and working through those things which I try to avoid throughout college and other times in my life I am very happy that that's not who I am anymore and I'm actually Mm -hmm. working to be a better person and a better individual all over way around and by you know just adjacent to that a better artist you know yeah. you're a better person you're a better artist that just is the way it is yeah. um and I appreciate that about myself but I can't say that I am satisfied just yet and I hope I never will completely be satisfied yeah. because then yeah. I know that the hunger will stop and one thing about me is when I want something as tools has already kind of you know illustrated like I am I am that person who if I want something I'm gonna get it I just need to mm-hmm. figure out how But I want it, and I'm going to make it happen. Mm -hmm. Um, I just have to be clear, focused on it. But that's how I've been my whole life, you know? Even though sometimes when I get tunnel vision, I forget everything else, and that's where the problems come in. But learning that balance between the two, I think, for myself Mm. um, is where I'm at. But Tools, how are you satisfied? Are you satisfied? Are you not satisfied? I am satisfied on most days, and
0: then – The self-doubt creeps in. The comparison creeps in. Yep. The, what the fuck am I doing? Creeps in. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Amen. And why the fuck am I not a millionaire yet? Creeps in. So yes, I'd say on most days I am satisfied. I'm so proud of myself. I'm so proud of how I've navigated life. I think the thing I'm most proud of in my journey is the bravery I've had to follow my dreams because I know a lot of my peers didn't have the same opportunity and bravery to follow their dreams, or even the privilege to know what their dreams are. I have so many friends and so many peers who don't know still to this day what the hell they wanna do with their lives. And I could t- tell you at 15 what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. I could tell you that at 15, all I wanted to do is tell stories. I have a voice and I think I'm really good at using it. And if I were to stand in the gap for those who can't tell their own stories, I want to tell their stories for them. I want to stand on stage with the lights on my face and tell stories for those who could not tell their own. Um, and that is such a fucking privilege. So I am proud of myself for taking the leap and saying at 15, this is what I wanted to do. When, when my teachers said she's too smart to be an actress, when, when my teachers would literally sit my parents down at parents evenings and say, your child wants to be an actor. And I do not agree, you know, (laughs) and how I'm like, you firstly are a stranger. (laughs) Why are you talking to my parents about my life? (laughs) And secondly, I'm going to do what I said I'm going to do. And I think, um, on most days, I am mad proud of myself, bro. Like, I I really am. I'm so satisfied with the life I've been able to build for myself. I'm proud of who I am, what I do, and how I do it. Um, But on some days, man, yeah, man. On some days, I I can get really down on myself. Um, A lot of my friends know I can be be very mean to myself. I can be very um, unkind to myself in the way that I compare myself to others, in the way that I talk about myself um and i'm working on it i really am working on it (laughs) not consciously every single day (laughs) but on most days i'm working on it Um, and also just realizing that comparing myself and wanting somebody else's life i must also want their difficulties i must also want their trials i must also want their problems because yes she might have the perfect skin and the perfect hair and the perfect nails, but I don't know what she had to do to get those perfect things, you know? I don't know what she had to sacrifice. I don't know how hard she had to work to get there. Um, Yes, she's married, and she's got a beautiful ring, but could I deal with what she's dealing with? What if her husband is abusive, or a cheater, or whatever? You know what I mean? Like, I cannot sit and desire things from people's lives when I have no idea what it took for them to get there. Um, and if I want their nice things, I must want their ugly things too. (laughs) And I don't want ugly things. I don't want ugly things. So I'm just going to work on not desiring things on other people and really just focus on reminding myself that my life at some point was such a desire. like to live on my own, to be able to have wine Mm -hmm. when I wanted to, to be able to go out with my friends when I wanted to, to be able to walk into my apartment sloppy drunk and not feel like I need to be quiet and hide how drunk I am when I come home because I live at home like I yeah. dreamt of this life I dreamt yeah. of having a safe space with my partner that we can sit and watch movies and cuddle I didn't have that for years of my relationship and now we do so yeah on most days I am satisfied um, on most days I'm satisfied with where I am but on every single day I am satisfied with my journey i I'm, I Get that. there's nothing i'm prouder of than my journey um but yeah let's that brings us to our last sort of note on, on this episode, episode? Yeah. yeah um if you had one desire one wish only one one for your future what would it be
1: i think for me off the top of my head And what's funny is I definitely wrote these, but I didn't take the time to think about it. Um, (laughs) But if I had to think about it, I feel like that one wish would be um, being happy with myself. Mm -hmm. Like even if I'm single for the rest of my life, even if all of my friends move away, even if hell, the world burns down, I wanna know that Naya is satisfied with Naya. Like, I don't mm-hmm. have to be satisfied with my life, but satisfied with myself, mm-hmm. yeah. I got to live with that. Um, and so I think that's what I'm continually working on for my future is just that security in myself and who mm-hmm. I am and what I offer and what I bring to the table. Yeah. What about Damn,
0: you, I had I have two, and now when you said yours, I'm like, oh, that's a really good one. That's a really good one. But I think... <laughs> I was saying this to my friend not so long ago, but I was just saying, I think my one wish for myself is that I would live life with my eyes open. Mm. Um, And what I mean by that is if you've ever been on a roller coaster um, and you do the whole roller coaster with your eyes open, right? You do the ride with your eyes open. You really feel like I'm in this moment. I'm experiencing all these senses all at once. I'm here right now. I'm not closing my eyes, hoping for it to end. My eyes are open and I'm here right now. And so my wish for myself is to do life with my eyes open and my hands high above my head, to feel the sensations of every chapter and every part of my journey, every ounce of hurt, every ounce of happiness, every ounce of fear, I'm feeling it. I'm not sitting here wishing that it was over. I think a lot of, I spent a lot of my life wishing that this part of my life was over. And so all I want is to be present. All I want is to be here right now, feeling and experiencing this life. My 20s are running past me, guys. They are sprinting past me, (laughs) okay? I am turning 27 at the end of this year. And my 20s are getting away from me. And it's scary. I know 30 is not the end of my life. I know 30 is not old. Please don't. I think I'm ageist. I'm really not. <laughs> I just want to fully experience my 20s with my eyes open. And I I, I just, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to cultivate a life for myself where I'm constantly looking for the next, looking for the next phase, looking for the next part of my life, the next time i get to be happy the next time i get to have this ice cream if i have it right now i have it right now and i'm excited about it right now so yeah, yeah that is
1: my one wish for myself dang yeah i feel like that's a good one too oh yeah no nope, yeah keeping, but i do think that's yeah. a great <laughs> that is definitely this, a great one especially because i'm always on autopilot and i'm trying yeah. to get better with that you know yeah so. yeah but I think someone has a coping mechanism too so I guess it, it is
0: really it is yeah. it is we're just we're doing life the best way that we can and I don't blame myself for yeah doing most of my 20s with my eyes closed and wishing this part was over I don't because a lot of <laughs> yes. my 20s have been <laughs> crappy but a lot of my 20s yeah. have also been beautiful and I just I wish I could have those moments back where I could just open my eyes and put my hands above you literally the next time you're at a, on a roller coaster do it with your eyes open or with your hands above your head i used to have this friend and she'd say when we get to the picture if your eyes are closed you're buying everybody mcflurries you're buying everybody an ice cream no. because everybody must have their eyes open and their hands above their heads and i was like that is such a thing to take with on with me in life and this was years ago so uh. yeah I love this. Episode. Yeah, I love being able person. to, <laughs> I love being <laughs> able to reflect about our journeys, about where we are. Um, and more than anything, I appreciate this podcast because it really is yeah. such a diary for us. If we're just recording oh, yeah. these episodes for us and nobody is listening, that is okay. Cause we needed the outlet. We needed the space to talk. Um, but yeah, yeah. (laughs) that's it from me. Those are my final words on this year episode. Naya, anything else you want to add before we close off?
1: No, I think what's funny is like, we did not plan to talk about 2020. Um, but what's funny is like, we created this podcast kind of as a necessity for it. You know, yeah. we started this during the pandemic because of the fact that like, well, obviously you all know the story at this point, but like also because we didn't have any outlets at that time anymore like we were artists who genuinely needed to be creating art in a time when everything was shut down yeah but our lives hadn't stopped that was the thing is like our Mm -hmm. feelings hadn't stopped us as people hadn't stopped humanity hadn't stopped altogether. um and so now it's interesting the world is kind of coming out of that and moving towards a a new day um better worse we'll see um yeah yeah it's still the same necessity of needing to be honest and needing to connect and create with other humans which i think is still just so beautiful that that's that's a part of the human experience absolutely that's my two cents
0: guys thank you so much for listening thank you for journeying with us we hope we can journey with you we hope that you are in our comments speaking about how you feel about the episodes and just where you are how are you feeling about your journey are you satisfied where did you think you'd be um in your 20s or 30s however old you are right now thank you so much for listening thank you for having thank you for the privilege of uh letting us keep in company today all right guys have a great rest of your day that's it from us Bye.